Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet play-in. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that, of course, makes me your C. Oh, the only 37-year-old you know who could botch saying he's 37 years old because it is a horrible oh, reality. Charlie, I used to be called Charlie, Boo Boo, Charlie. but I got served this season assist. I am just, your Charlie. Just, just this past Valentine's Day hit that 3-7, and all of a sudden, all of his functions went... That happened shockingly quick you old summer bitch you are not wrong but one thing is ever present i will always be the younger brother i will always be the mando to rude. your boba fett rude you old old rude, man rude if not borderline untrue but <laughs> um i will allow it because the bottom line is this for everyone out there coming from a, a galaxy far far away Unless your head is in the sand, you very much as well as know there have been big things going on in the interspaces. And that is one thing and one thing only. Star Trek 4 is happening. Chris Pine and company are back. Star Trek 4 is... No, wait, what? What's that? Oh, the producers in my ear saying that that was indeed not gonna be the topic of conversation even though it very much as well as very true oh i guess all right well i guess if that's the case then we have to talk about the other star property and that is none other than book o boba fett charlie i gotta assume you're all caught up am i all caught up i just didn't sleep the night of the finale i was like come on 3 a.m est that, that, that midnight actually, West Coast is that makes bullshit. Makes a lot of sense. I uh, I couldn't help myself. I was that excited. Well, I mean, the, the, I'm the, a brand nice new Star is, Wars fan. This is all new to me. I'm like, yeah, there's droids. You this are the squeaky, shit. squeaky clean. But uh, as much time as I have put in to the George Lucas toy box, uh, I am really still also very much a rookie status compared to the most feared bounty hunter in all of suffolk county the guy who modded all of his action figures to fire rockets from their backs the man who paid extra for slave one vanity plates it's the black series mint in box justin laserface lambot oh yeah how we doing, guys? How we doing, guys? Thank you for having me. Thank Woo! you. Thank you. Listen I to love that, that he's luscious baritone. He is <laughs> dialed in. I love that he's coming from the Death Star. That yeah, makes no, my heart really happy. <laughs> he is, um, he is uh, coming to us live from the Death Star, I guess, three at this point because we're not counting moon base is it is it star killer 2 what what canon are you comfortably living in it's actually the death stars clone which they established in a uh, book 712 of the legends series uh straight to book nailed um it. 
You know what's really good about that Death Star, though? You can tell it's an evil clone because it has sharp teeth. Hey! (laughs) I I was going to go with, like, the Michael Knight goatee, just... (laughs) giant space goatee on the on the Death Star floating in space. Um, it could be so, both. It should be both at this point. So so Justin Lambot as the resident Darth of the US comics family uh, as excited as Charlie and I were uh Charlie as a newbie, me as a little bit uh, not a little bit, certainly more well-established Star Wars fan. Um but that being said, both of our in Star Wars universe fandoms were not necessarily centered on on Bullethead. So, so let me ask you. I mean, would you say is it fair to say that Boba Fett was your number one guy? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Even so- post show, I'll still stick to that. <laughs> All right. Well, we we shall get to your to your proverbial <laughs> thumbs up and thumbs down. But but let me ask you. And um, I think it's been very well established here on the show that I am a, a worshiper at the Han Solo altar. I indeed have made the Kessel Run much in a much shorter distance of time. But it's gonna sound <laughs> like I did it faster than other people. Don't don't worry about it. Talk to my Wookiee <laughs> if you need some clarification. But um. I, I do want to start off any conversation about this series by clarifying what was it about Boba Fett, a character of very few words, a, ga- a character who really was in, what, maybe half a dozen scenes, if you include when he shows up on the standing on the shelf with the rest of the bounty hunters to the point where he does a Greg Luganis nosedive into the mouth of the Sarlacc. What was it about this very small relative window of time that this guy was able to capture your heart? Um, you know, I get asked that question often. Um, you that know, growing me. up, he's, <laughs> it's always a little bit of a different answer, but I think the, the root of it all is kind of, uh, any you know mystery behind him you could kind of use your imagination to go off a little bit and as long as you kind of stuck to that same character theme you'd end up in in the right ballpark um like even knowing what he did on the way to bring uh han over to java um there's a cartoon about that there's comics about that um but you know back then even late 90s early 2000s you didn't really have that stuff uh but all you knew is like whatever he did he wasn't messing around and he got that shit done yeah, uh, nobody Justin, stood in his way. It's you know, Justin. That sounds suspiciously like your favorite thing about Boba Fett was the adventures you made up with the action figure. You're like, it's nothing he did or said. It's the stuff I made him do it, and say. Isn't like that when what, he smashed what Favreau and, and Filoni are doing like right now? They're like they had all of these Touché. like conversations in the back of their mind. All these the games that they played with. They're like, <laughs> like can we be honest? terrible star wars figures when they came out just stiff armed no articulation um yeah charlie i i I do kind of agree with you i i I, it sounds to me if i if i uh if i may translate um it sounds to me like it was the the thrill of the what if about boba because look nobody can deny whether you began as a boba fan or hater 
or you ended up there after this uh, series, this spin-off series, or you're, you know, somewhat ambivalent. I don't think anyone with the gift of sight can deny that Boba fucking looks cool. He's just a cool-looking character. He even stood out uh, by the by the standing next to the likes of Bosk's uh, Bosk singular. There weren't a bunch of his like Bosk, <laughs> his, his baby Bosk Junior. Uh, one Bosk and like. You know, um, he, he stood out. He, he stood out. There was something very, very special about him just aesthetically. And the fact that he did uh, um, he did check off certain boxes in the story, uh, you know, in the story, the, the ones that mattered, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and not until his very inglorious uh, exit stage right, uh, very early in Return of the Jedi, um, but yeah, no, I, I can definitely agree with that, that you fill in a lot of those blanks. Like my mind goes to the games that I played and the, the stories that he popped up in. I, I said it here a while ago that full disclosure, as a Han lover, I was, I was obligated to be a fuck <laughs> Boba Fett fan. You know what I mean? It, it's almost like the, the analogy, analogy. Uh, the analogy that comes immediately to mind for me is, as a Met fan, you're almost obligated to be like, fuck the Yankees, fuck the pinstripes, even if, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, ah, they're all right. Mariano Rivera was pretty good. Um, so, I mean, so, I don't, like, don't want to jump Charlie, in. I don't, don't want to jump in with my... Where, where, where was your Boba status? Well, prior? again, as a, as a newcomer to loving Star Wars... My experiences with Star Wars are always from interesting places. So my relationship with Boba Fett is not a positive one because of Shocking. Shadow of the Empire, the Nintendo 64 classic, when Boba oh. Fett is goddamn spamming me with his bullshit. Uh, I fought Boba Fett about four billion times. I hate Boba Fett more than I hate IG-88, and that's, I fucking hate IG-88. words, bro. The best thing fucking Boba Fett ever did was lend his design to the far fucking superior lion Mandalorian God himself, Mando Manding Rodriguez. I know. Call, calling just at this point, calling Din Mandalorian is really still like calling Grogu Baby Yoda. It's not so it's his fun, name. I but mean, it's granted, fun. it is it's fun. fun. Boba uh, Fett calls him I'll, Mandalorian, I think. <laughs> So uh, uh, Moe's Tavern calls him on this. So clearly we know we've established where this episode is taking us. Um, but the bottom line is this. If you say that you were ambivalent to Boba, that you did not have an opinion one way or the other, and you have caught this cat in action in any capacity, that would make you like the beardest wonder himself. That lion, no chin having, some a bitch, George Toy Boy Lucas. Because the fact of the matter is that whether you like, love, or were disinterested in Boba, Han shot first, boys. Put up them shot classes. Clink, clink. Cheers. Knock it back. Even even his shot glass looks like it's from a starship. <laughs> <clears throat> hold on, hold on. So that one burned a little. <laughs> When I say that you hop into all those different types of, you know, stories you run with Boba Fett, 
growing up, it's every time you catch him in something else, it solidifies everything that you thought about him in the past. So kind of like actually what Charlie just said, one of my earliest memories is Shadows of the Empire. You're Dash Rendar, the most Respect. badass motherfucker. You know, the most knockoff Han that you can have without getting, without crossing the line. You run across IG, name, you run across Boba Fett, and you're like, oh, man, he's such a tough motherfucker. Um, he's shooting those, you know, he, he's on top of it. He brings Slave 1 into the fight, really just solidifying that, you know, he's that guy. A couple of years later, you come across, you know, Battlefront 1 when you're into, uh, you know, early Xbox, PS2, even like Masters of, I think it's Terrace Sky, it's called, on PS1. Um, you don't fuck with Boba in that game. He's got every gadget he needs to take you down. Mm. I mean, dude doesn't say a word, but he's oozing with confidence. It's like almost like, how do you do that? Yeah. Um, and every time you catch him in something else, he's he, it solidifies everything that you thought. Like, oh, he is that guy. He, he says the things I thought he'd say. Um, but what really took it home for me and just made me want to chuck my TV out the window was when they brought him into season two of Mando episode like 14 or something uh the other actually robert rodriguez one um that is the boba fett that i've dreamt of for all 27 years on this earth he comes out he's backhanding stormtroopers i mean Oof. you see the the knee rockets coming out he's angry the grenades he's doing the jangle fett spin with the blaster pistols i mean he's checking every box along the way and not just for one like you know overpowered scene to set the tone he's doing that for the next four episodes i mean he's dropping the classic boba fell one-liners he's dropping the seismic charges that just give that sound that really shiver your timbers uh, all the way up to when he takes him right to you know the, the, the front door of the ship chases him bokatan and her little squad um everything that he did in those four episodes is exactly what i wanted as a diehard boba fett fan and then just to, you know, set a few weeks later to see a drastic change to, you know, he, it kills me to say it, it's like a, an old sad sack. It's almost like what happened. And as you continue on, it kind of just gets worse. Um, so that, I think, is my biggest grievance with that is, you know, you, you fill in the puzzle pieces along the way as a kid. Then they come through and they tell you, like, hey, you were dead on. And then they're <laughs> like, but we're actually going to take that chip back. And now he's not that bad of a guy. Charlie, th there goes my substitute teacher analogies just coming to coming to life so so yeah you know Ju justin um in typical bounty hunter fashion he shot first uh i i, I gotta I, I gotta give it to my i think we know we've established where justin's take after book of boba fett as a standalone series what do we get seven episodes total Seven yes. total, yep. All right. So, Charlie, as a somewhat of a neophyte to the Star Wars world, and uh, by proxy um, to to Boba's uh, experience, but you also have the, had the benefit, I should say, of the more recent comic book outings of Boba, which yes. again we we spoke about here. They really, in my opinion, took somewhat of a. I'll be, I will put it uh, kindly, I'll say a blank slate character. Like, he's established because of his look and because of the, the, the line drops that they gave him. He's established this character, this guy is a badass among badasses, right? So, the line that stuck out for me was, so here Vader lines up all these bounty hunters he needs he needs trustworthy characters who are like 
do what I gotta do type personalities. Well above and beyond the stormtroopers that can't run straight, bonk their heads when they're chasing people down the hallway. Like he needs next level dudes. Amongst that group of badasses, Boba stands out. Like to have everybody lined up like that. Imagine gym class when everybody's lined up and they, they're going to play dodgeball and the, the gym teacher's all jacked up, roided out, uh, whistle hanging from his neck. He's like, all right, if somebody gets hit, you got to go out. If you catch the ball, somebody comes back in. First team with nobody left wins. And then he stops in front of like Garth and he's like, Garth, don't throw at anybody's balls. The entire classroom would look at him and be like, fucking Garth is a badass. That motherfucker don't play. Fucking Boba is Garth in that situation. When when Vader singled him out, was like, no disintegrations. I was like, all right, this is the fucking guy. This motherfucker is going to be a problem. And as a Han Solo fan, Han Solo fan, I was immediately make that's like, I have to root against this fucking cat. So I acknowledge, I'm the first one to say, fuck Boba prior. Fuck Boba, he didn't do shit. Sarlacc fucking knocked him down like an appetizer, this, then, the other thing. Um, but those comics did work. Those comics, the, the, uh, the Legends books, they did work to further establish the fact, yeah, fucking Boba is a badass. Most recently, the Battle of the, of the Bounty Hunters, where you have mm. all these intergalactic motherfuckers fighting over Han in Carbonite and like Crimson Dawn gets involved and you know I, I kind of like pictured Han in Carbonite like Baby's Day Out just being knocked all <laughs> over all over the screen like here's a fucking girder that swings by he lands on it and you're thinking he's not getting out of this man it's not gonna happen but even something as recent as that establishes well establishes Boba Boba doesn't fucking play Boba doesn't mess around and um I, I did have that a similar experience where I was like, I had a level of expectation over what kind of a dude I was going to get. Um, when the series first started for me, I kind of had that feeling of like, oh, okay, he's easing into this, right? Maybe we're going to get like an unforgiven vibe. You guys are both familiar with the Clint Eastwood uh, um, new classic, Unforgiven, yeah. So uh, a fucking... A gunslinger back in the game after a very long time. He's not, he's still who he was, but he's not who he was right now. So it's going to take him a little getting into it. Like, that's what, honestly before the series even started and not even taking into consideration those few episodes of Mandalorian that he popped up in. I thought that would make the most sense. He was just regurgitated by the goddamn Sarlacc. So who, <laughs> nobody walks out of that. What's up, Joker Stream? Uh, nobody steps out of that like, skip to the do do do. I got a belly button. You do too. Like he, he has to be affected. <laughs> Charlie, did you have a level of expectation? Um, I, I, I come from a different place. Reading those comics, they're awesome. I've always been like, fuck Boba Fett. Um, and that's part yeah, of the problem when you come, when you come from a place of like, Din is so the man, that I'm like, fuck the, the Skywalkers. Lauren. Fuck Ray. Oh, fuck, fuck everybody. Han. Like, Mando's my... Sorry, sorry. Oh, John's <laughs> off the show. Uh, it all boils down to... Sorry, I said I'm sorry. Uh, it all boils down for me 
telling uh, interesting stories. And like Justin was saying, I thought Boba's reintroduction, you know, was awesome. I felt like this show has two amazing episodes and the rest are, are very good episodes. The two amazing episodes happen to be Mandalorian episodes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm biased, but the five Boba Fett episodes are pretty good. There's a few problems with it. One, what fucking book? Where's the book? Was it the little <laughs> joke at the end? Cause that book was stupid. Don't name your series after that book. Um, I have it was no like goddamn... the Book of Mormon. There's no actual book. Yeah. Like fucking George Lucas is like, I'm going to stick my head into a hat and I'm going to read <laughs> these golden plates and tell you what happened yeah. to Boba. And uh, the you, other th- you jot it down. The other thing I couldn't shake was like, the show never took a beat to explain why he's suddenly so underpowered. Like they, for some reason, nerfed everything about his fighting style. Uh, but also, as well as, why the fuck did he want to be in charge? Homeboy's talking about these are my people. I'm like, you just fucking met them. But <laughs> with all of those complaints, before I kick it to John, because he has something to say, but yeah. has a mouthful of sneak energy, um, the other thing that I think is going unmentioned, and I don't know if it's just because a lot of people have come to terms with what the prequels were, this show did an amazing job of getting me to appreciate the prequels. The robots you see are prequel robots a lot of the time. They introduce a new or ship that's going to carry prequel robot glow-ups. Correct. And, and they, the amount of work that they did in this series to be like, well, no, you kind of have to find things to appreciate about the prequels because look what it lends itself to um i know some people have very strong opinions and i'll let john take over again well, well about yeah, specific moments but yeah. overall what a rehab job it did for for six hours of film that i didn't really give a fuck about until boba so credit where credit's given all right so so just 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 to rein us in a little bit because we're we're touching a lot of a lot of stuff um like uh little kids loose in the museum like oh there's no glass Fuck that's mommy. Um, so let me ask you this, and we'll go. We will go around the way counterclockwise as we're sitting here on the screen. So let's classify it as hated, tolerated, good, or great. Right? I, I think that's a fair classification. Right? You hated it. You tolerated it. It was good. It was great. Where would you put the series as a whole, Justin? I mean, if I had to pick one, I, I would say I tolerated it as right. a Boba Fett series. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a great Star Wars series. Fair. That's very fair. Charlie, what about you? Um, I love two episodes so much. I got to bump it up to great. The series, so the series as a whole, you think was great. So if you add everything together, my average is great. If you remove (laughs) those two, so what were those two Mandalorians scored so overpowered that they carried everything else? If you took those two Mando exclusive episodes out, where where would the other four be? Good. It was good. They'd be good. All right. So yeah, definitely higher than tolerated. So it was good. It's a middle low. It was like good plus for you. It's just good. With the Mandalorian episodes, good plus. Good plus, perfect. Um, yeah, I, I would say I would say just good. 
I would give it like a solid. I will change my my scoring to suit my own <laughs> self and fuck you guys. I would give it a, a B, a, a standard B, no plus or minus attached to it. Was um, it the fact that the Power Rangers showed up and had the slowest bike chase we of all time? Is that what lost it for? We you? shall get to that. I I think I'm gonna put this out for you guys. I want you guys to uh, on your on your personal time. Think about like the best moments and the worst moments for you, and we'll leave the middle stuff to the middle because that's where it belongs. Um, I will say this: it cannot be uh, looked over the fact that this is a character, Boba Fett, who, design-wise, he was supposed to be that visage was supposed to be the super fucking stormtroopers for empire strikes back right that's where we were star wars a new hope was a huge hit they knew they needed to come correct with a sequel and uh george fucking lying son of a bitch was sweating bullets he's like oh god i gotta make them related i had them making out jesus christ i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna need some muppets somebody call frank oz uh but that all being said the the design folks got to work and he said, I need a super stormtrooper, something dope looking. So when we go about our business in the nerdy world and we come across those white Boba Fetts, the, the, uh, what are the, what, what do they refer to them as prototype? Justin? The, uh, prototype, uh, the prototype armor, prototype um, armor. Yeah. They're out there. You see them out there. Those motherfuckers, they were supposed to be an army of quote unquote Boba Fetts. And I'm not talking about the clone wars. I'm talking about empire strikes back this is a character whose first time on screen was as a as a cartoon in the christmas and the star wars christmas special much much riding, and rightfully maligned riding um, a brontosaurus I, i'll put this one out there um to either charlie or justin when's the first time anybody saw actual boba in the flesh uh, it was actually before Empire. It was in a parade in some buttfuck small town somewhere. Damn straight. Justin yeah. with the win. So the the town that uh, George Lucas lived in had like this little goofy parade. And he wanted to infuse some like, you know, Star Wars flavor. He's kind of a big deal now. So he <laughs> had actual screen costumed people fucking just strolling down the street. Darth Vader, but also as well as Boba damn Fett was like, la, la, la. And these kids are like, who the fuck is this guy over here now? <laughs> Clearly, he was not a stormtrooper. Clearly, he was not a good guy because he was side and side, uh, side, arm in arm with Vader. Like, they were off to see the wizard, just skipping uh, skipping to their loot. Uh, so, yes, indeed. So, again, the first time anyone caught him in the flesh was in a parade. Uh, even when we see him for the first time in Empire, he's amongst other bounty hunters. So this, the, 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 no one can deny Star Wars has gotten a lot of mileage. I think far, Boba Fett is like a Civic that got 500,000 miles <laughs> and like has left the warranty well behind it. Um, they got a lot of mileage out of him, man. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would give it a solid B. So, so my filler... Uh, put aside. You've we'll go changed back to, the scoring to the point where now it's a B. You know, we, we established that. So, Justin, let me let me let me ask you this question. So, 
with your score being what it is, what's what one moment would stand out for you where you were smiling each year? You were like, yes, this is what I'm. This is what I'm here for. This is where my monthly Disney dollar is spent. <laughs> um, probably I would say episode four. I think when he, you know, finally got his ship. Instant revenge on the Sarlacc, instant revenge on the speeder bike gang. I was like, all right, maybe they just really tried to go somewhere one through three. You know, he wasn't vibing with it. So they're going to, you know, kind of revert him back to a little bit more of a badass than he was, um, only to then just vanish from his show for, for almost the remainder of the entire series. Um, but I mean, that episode, you know, it had it ups, uh, ups and downs. But when he's chasing the speeder bike gang, I mean, that's Boba Fett when he's, you know, facing down into the Sarlacc pit, you know, that's Boba Fett. He, he doesn't care. He wants the revenge on that thing. Um, that was like the first time that I saw Fennec Shand, like, oh, shit. This motherfucker's yeah. gonna get me killed. Son of a bitch. I'm like, She's that's never Boba afraid Fett. of anything, and she was sitting back like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but that's him. Like, he, he, he'll do what he needs to do to, to get that job done. You know, and in that moment, the job was kill that thing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So he did what he had to do. So, you know, I had some, uh, I had high hopes at that moment that yeah. he was coming back to, you know, be the Boba Fett that we, Maybe that we know and love. Maybe that would be out moment. He's like, Ooh. yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. I like that. Charlie, what about you? When top, motherfucker, top sh- season finale, motherfucker shows up on Trogdor the Rancor. Tearing up the fucking village. That shit was awesome. If you want Charlie, if you want Charlie to buy your fucking merch, show up riding a fucking. He came in like he took suave lessons. He was like from my boy. He just he was ready to go. That shit was awesome. You show up on a monster riding that motherfucker. I've the show sets it up. And dumbass Charlie is like, I guess in season two, we'll see him with the baby right. Oh, no, right now? Just throwing fucking speeders and shit? Fuck yes. Hey, let, let me let me ask a toy question. Uh, Justin, <laughs> do you happen to know, do they make uh, a rank or a black, uh, a black series rank or? Uh, a black series, I don't know, but Target has one from uh, Return of the Jedi. I have it. It's a... Uh... Luke and like a giant bone and a, a pretty sizable rancor comes pretty with it. Pretty good rank. Like yeah, pretty it's a target good, exclusive though. Pretty I good was... articulation, respectable. Um, they were right. gonna He's do one. Box, so I don't know. <laughs> they tried to crowdfund He's like, one. He's like, I'm an adult. I don't open up my toys. Idiot. I'm a box guy. Yeah, <laughs> they tried to do that. a. They tried <laughs> to do a, a crowdfunding one through Haslab, and it didn't take. Oh wow! Really? It was gonna be Recently? massive. I think it was for the six inch. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Surprising. The other problem I mean, was it was like going against the proton pack. Recently, so I guess people as in like, like the the finale had already aired. No, like maybe uh, a month before. I I would bet you if they relaunch that endeavor now, it would it would probably happen. I just want All Boba right. Fett with a cowboy hat, like woo! That's the fucking I want. Little saddle. I, I very much enjoyed his team fighting. I really did. For the main reason that even in the uh, extended universe uh, endeavors of his, uh, with one with one exception, um, his team up with Black Sandy in the fucking comics was the the stuff of legends. To a more direct 
like mirror image evil universe version of Han and Chewie there never was and I'm including Thundar the Barbarian like there was never a more clear Michael Knight evil version I like Black Sandy even had the goatee like he, the whole thing was going on um, <laughs> I, I really wanted to see them like kind of pair up even more than Fennec. Uh, Justin and I, we, we had a little bit of a, a teaser to this conversation where... How dare you? I'm sorry, man. I got to get out. The brother's <laughs> got to sow the seeds. Uh, like what we were talking about was, okay, well, if this is kind of who Boba is now, which in, in his defense, we didn't really know him. We just thought we knew him. He was just a fucking badass, a man of few words. And all of a sudden, when he did have words to say, they were like, Hey man, peace, peace, love, and happiness. Like he fucking turned into Ringo Starr all of a sudden. Um, but I can only assume that look, you start getting digested like Thanksgiving dinner. That can affect a brother. It's um, actually kind of insane how like grumpy he was without his armor. Then he got his armor. And he's like ratata, 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 <laughs> like, a, like a douchebag cat that's like mean to everybody. But like, there's just one person in the household. Is like. No matter what the fuck the person says, I can see that. I can see that. Um, but yeah, no, like w when he was throwing down in like that group situation, I would have loved to see his like a like the pairing of him and Black Sandy do it up because Mando fights solo, dope. Din Din is dope fighting solo, and he's not even really solo because he's got the little magic fucking uh, frog guy behind him to bail him out when need be. <laughs> Um, but I love, like, uh, truly, I have never seen the knee rockets be more tactically used appropriately than in that fucking fight. He was that wrecking pose. cats. Hasaisen! Uh, honestly, Hasaisen. also, to the point where, like, yeah, and this character, blah, 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 and he's got knee rockets. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> knee rockets? The fuck are you talking about? But he used them like a champ. So uh, let's, let's keep on going around the clock. Uh, so, Justin, I know it's going to be tough, but give me one particular individual moment where you're like, fuck this show. Um, my biggest grievances are with Boba Fett as a character himself. I can get behind the multicolored teens. I can get behind all that stuff. I understand Disney's got a hand in it. They're going to do what they're going to do. Uh, yeah, and like at this point, I've accepted it. You know, they've crossed a few lines in the past, but for the most part, <laughs> I, you know, it's I don't hate him. Uh, it's just every decision he made as a character, and it's almost like they acknowledge it in the show because they did. Fennec they looks totally at him did. like constantly, like, "What are you doing? Yeah. You know, why would Pussy, you say what that? What's doing? this? What are you talking about? The biggest loser from Office Space just bitched you out like Episode Two over here, and you not only like reconstruct his business plan." You then recruit like a bunch of teens in the process. And there's none of that screams Boba Fett to me. Even in episode one or the end of episode two, uh, season two of Mando, you know, why is he even so set on taking over Jabba's palace? I mean, Tatooine obviously is huge in the Star Wars world. Well, like, you didn't grow up there. He's from Camino, the complete opposite of what that desert planet's like. <laughs> there's really no need for him to like want that so bad. Kind of like Charlie said, you know, like, what do you even care if these are your people? Like, they're not at all. It's None a of big them fucking galaxy. You. Like, why? What are you doing here in the they, first place? And you know what? You, you raised a very valid just storytelling point. Why Tatooine? Why? Like, 
<laughs> Star Wars has a Tatooine problem. Don't you know? Get me wrong. We they, find sixty percent really of canon stories there. It's unbelievable. Oh, okay, that's fine. But like, no, I'm, I'm I, I, I agree doing? with that completely. Charlie, what was your least favorite uh, Sandy bit? Dude, it's like we all turned into Anakin. We're like, fuck sand. I never want to see that shit again. <laughs> I have no problem with Tatooine, but why is he going to die for it, you know? I mean, come uh, on. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, it's a I, Luke I, fucking situation, not a not a, not a Boba situation. Charlie, I, sorry, I, I genuinely very much disliked the way that they told the story. Um, I, I'm a little bit over... Which story? Because they kind of... I'll, I'll, I'll clarify. Like I don't there. like... I don't like how they disjointed the stories. Like, if the first three episodes were Boba and the Sand People, like him going on a fucking acid trip and, and seeing visions and shit, I thought all that was dope. I, I know in our chat a few people didn't love the Sand People stuff. I just wish they told it in a straight oh, timeline. First of all, that's our word. You Sorry. You call him Tuscan, the Tuscan Raider, you racist The Tuscan Raider shit. story. Um, <laughs> I, I, I prefer... Um, Unless there's a reason for it, linear. I much prefer just tell me the story in a linear path, and hopefully it'll be interesting like enough. Like a simpleton. Now, now, how dare you? I personally, <laughs> I personally don't like how many people feel the need for that. Um, for for to to complicate. A storytelling process by being like see remember last episode he had the droids put him in robes now his tuscan raider peeps that's how he be like i would have still fucking remembered right but if that's that was Favreau. two episodes it's apart like Favreau wrote this story sure and he would have structured it in that way like okay, sure i didn't love but this first you find sure. out sure and I love John Favreau, and I'll never sure. tell him he did anything wrong to his face. But in the privacy of this podcast that we put out sure. to the world, I'm uh, I fucking him. thought I'm it was. Him direct. <laughs> I thought it was a bad idea to just muddle Favreau, the storytelling. I love you, and uh, if Tom Hanks is not gonna be the uh, multiverse Iron Man, I'm more than willing to shave my facial hair into any shape that you see fit. Uh yeah, fuck Charlie. Uh, I I disagree completely. I'm sorry, Charlie. What were you saying? Go ahead. No, that was my that was my whole point. But also, I would just like to point out, John. Um, just because your pitch to be evil Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange Two didn't work out, doesn't mean you have to shave the goatee. Can you can keep it. You can keep it. Honestly, if they just make me yet another Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Eventually, I'll end up in the Marvel fucking universe somewhere. That's a fact. What somehow. about you, John? What What was the main thing you bumped into? I, I, don't I say the Power Rangers. I agree with. I, I do agree with both of you. Like I could have easily picked apart each episode and be like, mm, no, don't like this. Mm, no, that was a bad choice. Which, let's be honest, only because of our admitted love of the content are we entitled to be like yes no because none of us are filmmakers none of us uh, collect checks from disney uh, disney if if anything we fucking write checks to disney so uh but that being said like putting our, our fucking our hubris aside and our you know our, our false modesty aside as if we couldn't do it better honestly i feel like collectively we probably could have um, the one thing that bugged me probably more than anything else, and, and I agree with both of your, uh, both of your shit-ons, was 
the the gloss over of the Tuscan experience. Now we've mm-hmm. talked about several times why 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 did he go from this fucking alpha shoot first uh, disintegrate first ask questions later character like do whatever the fuck needs to get done to accomplish this goal which is handed to him on a little disc to all of a sudden being like these are my people oh i'm gonna self-sacrifice i'm gonna do i'm willing to risk every damn thing under the sun for people ostensibly again somebody in chat said it best people i don't know i think joker uh said it uh people i don't even know like he was he was talking about like my people it, like the fucking clones were your people i don't see you running around trying to round them up yeah and the so, raiders did nothing for you not at all being said uh, i wouldn't say the raiders had, didn't do anything to a degree uh, but they you kept know, them alive but, for slave labor it's not like they were <laughs> and you know what they they after he whooped some ass they did say okay this is how we do this this is how we do that now we always have this conversation when somebody's like well i didn't because usually they do that walking out of a theater of a movie that we're walking into like i can't believe the shark shark stood up and took out a machine gun and killed everybody you (laughs) fucking asshole i didn't see the movie yet so uh i will play by my own rules because usually what i'll say to those people is fuck you dick how would you do it better this is how I would have done it better. Across the entire show, again, seven episodes we got, and we're all on the same page that at least two full episodes were just Din. And and what was going on with fucking Grogu, and literally the greatest CGI uh, face uh, work that I have ever seen. That Luke, if someone didn't know Mark Hamill... If someone didn't know that he was 207 years old right now, and in <laughs> fact, actually, Joker, I don't think they wouldn't have known. I, I honestly believe that. I would put money that someone who doesn't know the circumstances did not know that that was just not a regular actor running around with a fucking Kermit the Frog Muppet on his back. But, but, but I digress. What I would have done with that Tuscan situation is... First and foremost, the entire Sorlak escape was f- too easy. Agreed. It was too easy. We've been worried. We've been worried. We've been thinking about how he's gotten. How long? It's twenty-five years, thirty years. I like know. when his, he Insane. went into that mo- so long ago. Fucking um, uh, uh, Patton Oswald had a way more interesting version of how Boba escaped <laughs> from the maw. Uh, the gaping maw of the Sarlacc than than we got from this show. But I would have extended the escape process, right? I would have made it more. And you know what, Charlie, to speak to your like, well, keep it singular. You know what? I, um, I For that particular uh, part of it, I wouldn't have. I would have had this poor son of a bitch only being really kept alive to the, to the, to the lesser extent of damage that he received. Just like, his little facial work uh, in the back of the tank because of his of his armor whereas the stormtroopers fucked from the get-go that went in there while he was in there that's when i would have had his what well, we got his like his memories flashing in the back of the tank that's not bad i Agreed. would have done it with him in the star like like oh fuck my entire life my dad my dad my clone father 
wanted me to go out and fucking own the universe and i ended up just working for other on other people's whims and you know uh, uh putting their needs first and this and the other thing that if you wanted to give boba fett an existential crisis you fucking do it when he is in the digestive tract of a goddamn monster that lives in a hole in the desert so i would have had a, a far longer period of time maybe the actual escape yeah maybe i would have incorporated use use stormtrooper's oxygen to make his flame even that much more powerful like you can justify it there's plenty of writers lying around that could have written an escape that would have been tits but that's why i would have had him make like somewhat of that where did that click come from right there so not even all of it i would have had 72 percent of the boba fett change of attitude happen because he's like my life ended me up in a stomach of a monster this is fucked up like the credits, I, I like that i like that a lot not worth it man think about it he was there from the old republic through the empire to now that entire shit fuck what was the point like we all have those moments why why Every have i day. done this with my life <laughs> charlie's like <laughs> right now when i'm podcasting i fucking so work for the empire too <laughs> it's not fucking what they promised there are no cookies charlie has to report to the emperor right after this show so i would have that's where i would have put that work in for the flashbacks and stuff fuck it you didn't even need to do any new filming i mean you could have done similar scenes that we're familiar with little from the other shithead of movies or like film little tiny snippets from the from the shows and or from the uh, books rather than the comics that have been fucking so awesome like little moments like flashback 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 whatever but now he he gets out of the sarlacc and he's like well fuck it at least whoever the the jabba's remnants or imperial remnants somebody's gonna come scoop me up right right Fuck them. I am all alone? Fuck this. And that would have completely, completely put him over to saying, fuck this. Now it's going to be Team Boba all the time, right? So that's that's now his existential crisis. This is why we get a different Boba than we think we were going to get. But he's still in the middle of the goddamn desert. The little furry, now we know furry Jawas come along. They take his armor. See you later. They don't even dra drag him into the crawler. What pieces of shit? Fuck Jawas. No tee The fucking Raiders <laughs> were cool though. So you know why did he? Why were the Raiders his people? Yeah, they put him for slave labor. They wanted. They were gonna get what they were gonna get out of him. But they didn't leave him there. The Jawas just left him there. They could have maybe sold him for something. The fucking Raiders. They at least scooped him up. And he still had to go through what he had to go through too. I understand where they're coming from. He's a he's a stranger. He's a threat. But this is what I would have done also. You know how we ended up with Boba in that jet black, fucking sand robes and stuff like that, and the armor off of it. That looked awesome. That I think was one of those circumstances where like, here's the visual first. Let's justify the visual because it looks awesome, right? So they say, hey John, justify this visual. Okay, take this to the the last samurai world. Take this to uh, Tarzan, uh, King of the Jungle. Take this to any of those uh, stories that are out there where like the white savior comes in, even though he's 
fucking New Zealander, I think. Uh, He's you, a clone, you, John. You, you, <laughs> you take this uh, outsider uh, or, or um, dances with wolves. You take an outsider who's accepted into a tribal people, and he gets indoctrinated in their ways. Let me ask you a question, guys. Um, thinking back to A New Hope and, and moving forward, what color were the Tusken Raiders' robes? Sandy, I thought. Khaki. Sandy. Like a tan. Brown at best. Every once in a while, some some browns. Let yeah. me ask you a question. If you leave a black piece of clothing out in the sun for too long, even if it's up on the back deck of your car and the sun is beating on it, what happens to that black t-shirt? Fades. Fades like a motherfucker, right? And if you left it long enough, would it be like tan color, maybe dark brown? Excuse I me, if I'm not mistaken, if you have a Tuscan Raider who comes of age, who has now been trained in those Tuscan Raider doings, then they get black fucking robes, and then they go about doing their business in the fucking sand. After years and years of being the sun beating down on them, would not those black robes turn sandy, light-colored, which is the how we end up seeing them for the first time? In the I love hope? how romantic yes, you are yeah, with you. That's the answer, yes. <laughs> so, if you have a Tuscan Raider who is just elevated, who just graduated from a curved stick fighting school, that motherfucker's robes are black. Then if you go sending up, send him off to go get some coconut water, and he comes back and all the entire fucking village is killed, now you have a dude just wearing black robes, which is how we find Boba. To me, I'm sorry. That makes a hell of a lot more sense story-wise. These are the only people in the world who gave two fucks about him enough to pull him out of the sand. Bare-ass butt-naked, no armor having, nothing to contribute nothing to 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 give them except his fucking little bit of moisture and by the way dune dune needs to sue these motherfuckers spice really spice anyways that's <laughs> pods how, of water an inch shit. below the surface that that's how that's the choice that those are the changes that right off the top i would have made and everything else would have followed suit because now you have a justification for why he's like the tuscan raiders were my peeps they saved me I couldn't do shit for them. That's literally, I mean, uh, Ellis made the joke, but that is the Batman moment. I couldn't save my parents, but you know what? I can save strangers by being well, something else. Also, and that's our... why he would adopt the fucking villagers. That's why he would say the crime syndicates are fucking these villagers over. You know what? Nah, I'm going to step up. I'm going to be the man that I have, the, the man that's going to change the circumstances. Now you have a justification for the show. Now it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, coming out of our Facebook chat, they even said, by becoming an honorary Tuscan, he became bound by the sand of Tatooine. That's why the Tatooine people were his people. I didn't get that from the fucking show at all. I didn't Because <laughs> the, the show didn't do a great job of even letting me know how long he was with the Tuscans. He should was have, that a month? Was that three years? They should have clarified that he was with them longer than he was and i would say long enough to change at the level of robe wearing because you could have given him like jet black robes if you're doing the john version and then like maybe two shades down he went from tactical black to like midnight ebony and you're like oh it's been maybe a year two because again we have the luxury of the timeline we know the established timeline 
We know when fucking Din starts doing what he's doing. So we know, in essence, we had, what, nine years to say this is when this happened. From the fall of, yeah. uh, from whatever, the Battle of Yavin to fucking Din showing up. We know that window of time. So, Justin, so uh, we'll kick we'll kick it back around to you. So, um, you now have the writer's pen. Hey, uh, we know you're a huge Boba fan. We're going to give him his own uh, time to, to shine. How would you have handled that? Um, I mean... Uh... And we also have the, the pleasant surprise of Din being now as popular as he is. A lot of people were saying, the first thing people were saying was, he's the new Boba Fett. Yeah, so absolutely. To, to, on the one hand, that's almost an interesting story too. Like, what's the old old Boba Fett going to think about the new fucking Boba Fett, the new badass, the new... Because they're talking about him. He did this, he did that. He fucking repped all these troopers, blah, blah, blah. Now, now Din's got a rep. So, yeah. So, I mean, if you made your perfect Boba series, what would it have looked like? Because obviously this wasn't it. I mean, if they wanted to go with that type of story, um, like you said, we could have made a small, a couple small changes along the way, even visually. Um, him breaking out of the Sarlacc pit—I mean, that's a thirty-year-old question. Again, left to imagination and you know all that, all that crap. Only to have him, you know, do a nice little jab, little flamethrower. You don't worry about it. He's a half a mile down, popping out of the sand. Um, you know, up until episode four, I'm like, they're gonna revisit that. They're gonna show how we at least got from here to there. Or anything along those lines. Like I have on my shelf here since I've I've been a kid, is Boba Fett jetpacking out of the Sarlacc pit in the most badass way. I mean, he's got. Just look at it. Like That's even something dynamite. relatively that, just close that, to that visual would have automatically been better than what Shot we the got. Whole through the roof. Um. So if you really wanted to take a drastic turn in his, you know, character, um, visuals like that would have at least helped along the way. And, at the end of every episode, I mean, they're they're talking about there's a war coming, there's a war coming. You know, they said that six times for six consecutive episodes. And when it came, I, I was a little underwhelmed by it. It was a um, fracas. You got great scenes. You got Boba and Din back to back. Like that stuff's amazing. All of it. Like, some of it was amazing, but at the end of it, it kind of felt a little Last Jedi, and you know, in terms of that slow chase where you know uh, the Power Ranger teens and all the people from uh, Cobb Vanth uh, Freetown are all hanging out behind a head-high wall for, for 25 minutes while they're just getting pounded by, you know, blasters from the, you know, new droidicas and whatever, you know, they're called now, spider droids. Um, and the Pike Syndicate lighting them up in there. They're totally fine behind head-high cover long enough to make a, a plan, which is just, you know, get a little bit higher. Um, classic Star Wars, you have the high ground and, you know, don't worry about it. You'll, you'll take it from there. Fennec uh, Sand was like, have none of you guys watched the fucking prequels? Seriously. None of you? But to me, it just takes away from it. You know, the, they're talking about this war, this whole big thing, and you're hiding behind a wall for 15 straight minutes just getting lit up by the enemies, and they're not making any type of advancement towards you. They're just giving you the time that you need to, you know, figure it out. Um, you know, little things like that just kind of get to you, and the more you watch it, the more you notice. I mean, I won't even comment on, like, that one cyborg teen spin that he does. He's already facing the enemy. Let me just crouch. Tactical spin. spin. It's a tactical spin. It's not like he faced the other way at the end or, you know, tried to get somebody on the side. Like, you were looking straight. You spun. What was with the tech nerd who was basically wearing a tie and a hoodie? What was that visual? It just felt sloppy. That looked like like the the guy who, who wasn't paying attention to the cosplay thread on the phone. 
It's like, oh, we're going to show up, like, we're going to be tech guys and this and the other thing. Think like, uh, you know, think like uh, the Borg, maybe, or... And then he shows up and he's just wearing his fucking hoodie from lacrosse and he's got a tie on because it's game day. It was such a dumb, dumb costume. And it stuck out so like a heart. It was an orange hoodie. Like, n- nobody in ever has worn anything remotely like that. It, and now I, I did have to pause the, the fucking playback. To be like, is this guy wearing a tie? Now, granted, he wasn't. <laughs> it was just like a colored black bar that just ran down the front of his shirt. But goddamn if it didn't look like a fucking uh, a slim fit tie to me. I was pissed. Yeah. I hated them so bad. The fact that the fucking uh, um, Gamoran guards both oh, fucking died like uh, they were I in the, the first five minutes of 300. And these fucking hacker idiots made it through to the end. I was furious. I was furious. Yeah. Charlie, save the show. How how would you have handled uh, that that uh, uh, that that you know the the new saga, the next chapter, as it were? So for me, the big misstep of the show was not taking advantage of what they did with the two din episodes. If I'm in charge of Book of Boba Fett, uh, other than struggling to find a new title or having a prominent book, um. Each episode for me would have followed one of the character or characters that were leading right. to this big finale um, where they where they have this big fucking showdown. So my, my ticking clock is like, shit's going down. But I'm going to have an episode where we see the mods. I love that we see Boba Fett saved his number two by bringing her to a mod fucking house where, like, Everyone's getting a Luke hand, and some of them didn't get their shit cut off. Um, I would have had an entire well, episode and built. And you know, and just to, just just to put a pin in that really quickly, the whole point of those mods were that they weren't necessarily like life saving when they happened. So they they were in essence elective surgery, right? They were looking for like just advantages. It's a to mix get through this sandy world that they live. The in. read I got was that it's a mix. Some get because they have to, and then okay. it's like a tattoo. You get some so, more. So homegirl, in my in my head, the girl may have lost her arm, got the fucking arm, and then was like, yo, who are these other weirdos? And then started rolling with them, and maybe she got an ankle now too. Another question from the peanut gallery. Um, why were they not why were the mods not able to get cybernetic acting ability? Like didn't they plug something like they do it in the Matrix? If the Matrix could teach you how to fucking fly a Huey helicopter, they could have at least given him like, you know. Acting one-on-one. They were terrible. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No worries. But again, we have this whole idea that there's a guy selling water in Tatooine. He's fucking running up the prices because he's a scumbag. That could have been an episode. And maybe you bookend it with Boba. The ending could be the same. But have that episode be about the fucking mods. Like, so I let me learn something about them. You live in a desert world not having access to affordable water. Seems like a pretty reasonable fucking problem to have. Yeah. Like that that should be. I mean, l- fucking uh, um, uh, uh fucking uh, uh Lars and uh, what's her face, where uh, Luke's aunt and uncle, uh, Owen and and um, Baru. Aunt Baru. They were moisture farmers, which makes perfect sense if you live in a fucking desert, which <laughs> once was an ocean planet, but uh, notwithstanding. 
Yeah, that, that's that's more. But yeah, fair. so for me, episode one is Boba versus the Sarlacc, and maybe we introduce the Tuscans. Episode two, I do the whole fucking Tuscan story, including him fucking fucking up that gang that got framed. My third episode, it's me, so I'm gonna make that my first uh, Din episode. My fourth episode is about the mods. My fifth episode is about Cobb Vanth. Catch up with with fucking Freetown. We do another Din episode. We do a Black Chrysanth episode, showing him be a badass. And then we're at the fucking finale. Boom, boom, boom. This is how Boba got his crew. We know who they're rolling against because those bad motherfuckers roll through the rest should have of been the series. A, it should have been a perennial crew build. Like every episode, Agreed. you should have added Take that shit for the next season. And, and like, then what's, now playing what's, shortstop. For the yeah. Boba Fett All Stars. What's the uh, What's the name of like like not roster, but like, you know, putting together the crew he needed after. So we we rediscover Boba, the shit he goes through with the Tuscans again. Episode one, episode two, you do that same Tuscan scene, but all you take that whole episode. You, he's fucking a family. He's logged in. We could use John's fucking robe thing. The rest don't, of it don't is like... Don't my rope thing, man. That's patent Say if we're working in, in conjunction. But by the time you get to episode three, when you start taking these big departures and get introduced to characters, well, you have 30 to 60 minutes to make me like the characters, uh, to tell me where they're at, like... like Which know, characters? Din. Again, each episode for me is oh, key the, members of the crew. Each, so, so in other words, the same formula... For each episode, but just plug in a different ingredients. That's fair. Let me ask you this, guys, question, because this thought occurred to me as it was happening. Actually, that's not true. So I watched the first five episodes, let's say, on a weekly basis. Um, And then I had to catch up two episodes before the finale. And the finale, I watched like two days after you guys. So I was praying that you guys were, were good, good friends. And you were. But I had the thought, even on that two-episode catch-up, this show, more than any other on Disney Plus that we've gotten, would have benefited greatly from a episode dump. Because if this show had been on Netflix or Amazon even, um, we could have got seven episodes. You could have gotten all seven episodes in once. And then a lot of the anxiety of, like, where the fuck are they taking us in this show? <laughs> Would have at least you would be like, mm, all right. I don't love necessarily that Boba has kind of become the old man on the porch, um, but also as well as woke, um, <laughs> because at least there was something good. There was something tasty, right? Like those would have been the vegetables, but there was something tasty in every episode. There was at least something like ah, but what about this? That's at least how I felt. There were no episodes that were entirely like unsalvageable. Even the ones in particular. With the that were mod heavy, which I hated. I'll put it out. The thing that I hated the absolute most was anytime there was a mod on screen, a mod referenced, um, something that rhymed with mod. I fucking hated it. I hated it. So I mean, let, Justin, we'll take it back to you. Do you feel that you would have had a better experience personally if you got all the episodes at once, seven episodes that you could have binged at once, or maybe broken it up over a weekend? Um, yeah, I, I'm always a, a big believer in that, though. 
I think especially stories like these, you know, they're meant to kind of be consumed in, you know, one, maybe two sittings. Because like you said, sometimes they sprinkle in just a little bit in each episode enough to keep you going, but not enough to make you wait seven more days for the next one. Yeah. Um, that, that, that window, that week-long window to bitch really started to sit in because yeah. Bef- by the time that we got to the Den episodes, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, and right before you got to Din, they finally gave you some redemption, you know, towards a step towards his badassery, mm-hmm. only to then kick the him out until finale. The best version of Boba that we got, in this series at least, I think, happened after the Din episodes. Like, that was at least fucking all pure action-packed. Uh, Charlie, same question. Would you have preferred it as a dump or, or no, I, I slow burn? I have had a, uh, the last seven weeks, I needed something to look forward to. And nah, uh, that, again, that, my you're, connections. You're, you're talking about it like esoterically. Sure. I mean, specifically for this show, no, yeah, everything I think, else being perfect. I you think, think this. It would I, have benefited it, you? you? I, I don't. I don't. I think um, it would have been a lot more disposable. Um, and I don't think I would have, I certainly don't think I would have watched each episode twice. Um, I prefer, I prefer making me wait a little bit for this show specifically. I, I know for this in, show specifically. I know in general that that's your role. All right, that's fair. Fuck me then. I'm, I'm not that um, way with Mando for whatever reason. Mando, I would watch twelve hours straight. I'd just be I, like, I mean, you would, you would have to almost have to. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, anything that you uh, that you guys walked away from. Um, at least as far as the storylines that that we got. So, I mean, one of the things that we haven't talked about yet, um, which I, I, I'm pretty sure, and I saw a couple of, like, visual reworkings, which is just like, all right, you, you're not going to get a job like the fucking new CGI that Luke got. <laughs> um, but did you guys have anything negative to say about Cad Bane when he showed up? No. no. We'll start I- with you. I didn't at all. Um, as far you know, I was thrilled. It was actually spoiled for me, unfortunately, uh, on Facebook at uh, six forty-five a.m. Eastern time. Ugh. My mistake. Um, yeah, so I knew he was coming before I saw the episode, but visually, you know, I was stunned. I was over the top. You know, I think you, you mentioned it too the other day when we were chatting about the size of the hat and things like that. I'm like, listen, if I sat there and I picked apart. Yeah, I'll find something with everything. Don't of get course. don't get me wrong. I'm that that guy. I'm never actually happy. Um, no matter what you throw <laughs> at me, so I'll find something. But I really had no complaints. I wasn't gonna sit there and talk shit about Cad Bane or anything like that. You know, I was thrilled I, I to see him. him. I think um, he looked great. You know, uh, I'm I'm reading on Facebook. People are mad about the color of the skin. You know, one shade off, two shades <sighs> off. He's in the sun, so it should be lighter. Relax. You know, I'm He's happy. Seventy. Let him have whatever color skin he wants. Yeah, I, I yeah, had he's no an old problem man, with that. God damn it. The only thing I had an actual problem with was kind of the lack of uh, Slave One, um, especially because you had to go out of your way to say Fire Spray. And I get that you're not technically renaming Slave One to Fire Spray. It's the yeah. model, like a Corellian crew, whatever you want to, however you want to word it. Did they ever call it Slave One, though? They've. I don't this think they've is, ever actually very... said the word Slave One in Star Wars. So that, so that bitch is just in a manual somewhere? Nah. It's, <laughs> but it's it's just not, not enough manual, like it's product. It's yeah. It's it's it is though. It, it I don't think it's ever actually been said in the Star Wars universe the word Slave One. Um, I could be wrong though. I'm not sure. But to go out of your way to say the word Fire Spray, you know, if it's true that you've never actually spoken the word Slave One, 
the fact that you've now said the word fire spray is almost like a spit in the face. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a very like it was. Did you a look very, that up? Has it been uh, has it been like said? A wink to the audience of like, see what we're not calling it. Yeah, um, it's insane. And also that chip Fett's is entirely chip has been known control. as a slave one for years. The name was only ever used in a Star Wars movie or TV show on two occasions mm. in the Clone Wars TV show and originated in supplementary material such as comics and guidebooks. Well, then I got news okay. for you. Then it's then it is canon. Then it you is yeah. canon. Yeah. Especially Here's in Clone thing. Wars, I'll take. Here's the thing. Boba Fett, at least on film, has always rolled solo when he's doing his Boba Fett shit. So, again, if we're talking about like when he's paired up with fucking Black Sani, or whatever the case might be, if he's just... Who's he going to call Slave 1 to? Himself? Fuck, where did <laughs> I park Slave 1? Click, 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 click. Boop, boop. Sure. Oh, there it is over there. So that that does make sense to me. Um, to, call, to, like, to refer to it as like it's make... I mean, we have cousins like that. So I, I guess it's like somewhat... He just didn't have but... to say it. Like I think the exact line was, help me get my ship, my fire spray, or like the fire spray. Like, there was no need for a comma there. Help me get my ship, period. Like, my wrap ship. it up. Done. Get on to the next scene. I, I did I'm like really... that scene, though. I did like that scene. Like, the reacquisition. It was it was great, but that line, it just felt like an unnecessary, like, real quick. I'm I'm really sorry, guys. I completely tuned out for the last two minutes because John said that he rolled solo, and I imagine that the little hover pads just, like, died, and he's just in the sand, like, flipping over, fucking solo to the ship, like, cock, fucking, like, like, nothing ever works! <laughs> Christ, Solo, what did you eat today? Son of a uh, bitch. Uh, I do love, fun. shout out to John from the Facebook chat. He forgives any slight visual changes in return for using the original voice actor whenever that possible. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that is that is fucking they great to see. an amazing job 100%. in using the voice actors in real life on the show they've done it whenever they multiple can. times already and do uh, I you think guys well it's not like it's do Bender, you guys think bending rodriguez do you guys think our blue friend is dead he had that little red flashy light on his chest um i don't think he's dead but i uh, it's kind of like a hit and miss because the next show that could come out i mean or whatever comes out next you know could be before the book of Boba Fett, so it could be one of those where he might actually be dead now but well, the, you know this is prior to that then, so the, the i think we'll be seeing more getting, i'll put it like that i think confirmed we yeah. know that we're getting in may not on may 4th mm. I know. Uh, but we're getting uh, uh obi-wan's standalone show hello there yes indeed um so i i do not think that he's dead we know for a fact that Cobb Vanth is not dead. We're going to end up with a, a very modded, happy to see that. Very happy to see that. Yeah. I hope he looks like a Corvette. Give him some shiny parts. <laughs> uh, As opposed to a weird like, Terminator like, like Velcro flap. Yeah, it's a, it's a little weird for her. <laughs> but whatever <laughs> works. I mean, odd. being a modern I mean, ain't easy. It keeps her on her feet. And the bottom line is she carried most of the water for fucking Boba's bullshit actions. Um... Yeah. What was the other thing I wanted to mention? Uh, I don't, Charlie, do you have any any questions for I, I, I think the expert? I think my big question was because this was this was the weird feeling I got at the end of Book of Boba, 
And this very much comes from a place of I wasn't in love with the character before. He didn't hold a special place in my heart. I got someone who looks similar, but he's shiny and has a Grogu. Um, one thing I thought told me a lot about the series as a whole was that when I was done with it, I didn't go like, oh, I can't wait for season two. Well, that's because I... they didn't leave off with like the tease of like season two was about Cobb Vanth. And that's, yeah, that's but... I think it speaks to the general disservice of that the series did. Like the coolest shit about the Boba Fett series was not about Boba. That was about everybody and everything everybody else. else. Now, I have, a, I have a very easy fix for that. Tell me now. What if this series had been Mandalorian Season 3, dot, dot, Book of Boba Fett? Would have been all about it. You could have I had think that you, had you pushed him into scene. center stage was the problem. Yeah. There was said, no need well, for they, it. Well, they lied. They said this is going to be fucking all Boba all the time. And honestly, this podcast has had a higher percentage of attention <laughs> being paid to Boba uh, than that show did. because they The they Boba per over. capita? <laughs> yeah, Boba per person percentage. Um, yeah, so so if you had said this was Mando season three, dot, dot, book of Boba Fett, then it would have said to us, the viewer, look, you're, it's going to be Boba-centric, but it's still Din's show and what's going on with Din, and you could have spread out little bits and pieces. More I would have I would have fucking hated that, episodes. though. All right, Charlie just hates every every one of my. No, no, I just mean like, I just mean like, Mandalorian season three. I want to be about Mando. Like I want, I want him for seven out of seven episodes. If they clarified that it was the book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian book of Boba Fett, because I got news for you, Boba Fett is still a Mandalorian. He's a foundling. Well, he's a photocopy of a foundling, but Mandalorian <laughs> still. So it would have been still true. You still have gotten gotten the exact amount of din that you were fucking fiending for and Grogu and fucking, um, you know, uh, everybody else uh, carted over. Literally everyone who, except for Apollo Creed, everyone who was something in the Mando series showed up in this series. I think that would have been a very easy fix, Out at of- least for the people who were like fucking ready for a hot dose of of boba because look justin i agree with justin we got the best version of post sarlacc boba in the mando series not in his own series so i think that would have been a fix but but go ahead i would have called it tatooine tales awful i hate that Uh, but it ties back to you know it's a great star wars show but it's not a good boba fett show they just didn't do my man justice yo let me tell you this so the one thing that it would that was well established by these new shows, and obviously I think it's because of the involvement of Filoni, is that it makes the animated, the computer animated shows, required viewing. Agreed. Fucking required viewing. Because when somebody was like, oh, we're going to get Cad Bane, slight spoiler, Cad Bane is who fucking put that fucking ding in his donut. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, look, I, I am not one of those storytellers that uh, requires or personally lives on flashbacks. But how is that not a fucking flashback? Come on, man. And like, he had the plate. He knows he that got, he's got he to got hit out. the dome, too. Uh, he's got to step out into the fucking street and face up. Like, just one quick, like, oh, fuck this guy. It's just like, just a quick nanosecond, like, you see Boba's helmet. Bing! And just like one shot off the kisser. 
Oh, that would have made all the difference in the world, I think. I agree. But whatever. Whatever. I just feel there wasn't a lot of love towards Boba Fett in his own series. And if it was, you know, Mando Season 3 or even Tales of Tatooine and they started taking him in a different direction, I'd be like, okay, you know, this is where they're going with him. They're going to bring him down and bring Din up and I'm here for it. Then cut a guy in half in the beginning of episode six. I, I didn't see that coming, but that's some Boba Fett shit. You know, if you ask me which one of those two bounty hunters would cut a dude in half in cold blood, I would bet my bottom dollar it's Boba and not Din. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the most violent we've seen Din, if I'm not like mistaken. Well, let's 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 establish like who these characters are. Din, we all know, Din started off as a droid hating. Don't give a fuck, gonna do what I gotta do to get that paper, son, character. We know what his pivotal change was. It was that adorable 50-year-old baby. <laughs> and he, that this little motherfucker affected all of us the same way. We're like, cut these bitches in half. Oh, Grogu, he's adorable. <laughs> um, so, so Din already had that build in. So... Din is not going to be the guy that cuts a fucking dude in half, especially in front of his adopted, uh, like fucking uh, uh, different strokes, Mr. Drummond action happening. He's watching. He's like, I can't cut this guy in half. But Bob will be like, fuck this motherfucker. Um, so, so yeah, I, I completely agree with that. That was very, very clear. Mando and friends. Love that. Absolutely love that. <laughs> I just want to hear that catchy opening theme song. <laughs> Did you watch the, uh, the 90s show that I sent you over, Justin? Yeah, that's hilarious. Dynamite. Oh, my God. that's. I want to hug whoever makes those because they are just. This is great. I would prefer that over like what, what we get. I, I, just, I am excited for next time we see Boba. I am excited for a new dynamic on Tatooine. I'm also really excited to get away from Tatooine for a bit. And I, don't I know be, but I'm back. I don't want to be back on Tatooine for a long time. This is the last thing I'm going to say and then then I'll be back when we hit sponsors. I'll let I'll let Justin and Charlie wrap up. I think a big issue that we had and we all agree some of if not the best episodes in the entire series, certainly some of the best series were the Din series, uh, the Din episodes, right? And where did most of those take place? Elsewhere. <laughs> In fucking space. Because everything that we got on Tatooine, it was not just sandy, desert, fucking, uh, you know, gap khaki colored everything. It was always seemed like in the middle of the goddamn day. Didn't it ever turn night there? Like, are both sons always up? It's Alaska, where it's like you always date. It was so bright all the goddamn time. So moments where you're like, fuck, a little shadow, a little implied speed would have made all the difference in the world. Um, and I, I will say this. I think we can all agree that Charlie's love affair with Power Rangers aside, the mod-heavy episodes were fucking trash. And they tended to I be agree. the early episodes. So I'm going to say something which is I know going to come back to haunt me at some point in my life. I'm going to blame one person specifically. And it's not that goddamn liar, George Lucas. I blame Robert Rodriguez. His episodes, and I love Robert Rodriguez. He has done a lot that I'm really, really very fond of. He didn't do a great job with his episodes. I didn't like it. 
the 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 one big big uh, insult was not just that the mods existed or that their candy colored speeders were like fucking brand new off of the rack like off of FAO Schwartz, <laughs> but they seem slow as fuck, and for whatever reason. Those episodes were the Robert Rodriguez episodes. To me, they were the worst ones. Fucking Opie Taylor's daughters were the best. Robert Rodriguez's were the worst. I I blame him. I don't Dang. think I don't love I don't love blaming a guy with access to a guitar case full of guns. So I will let you do you. Before I kick to you, Justin, I will say the one thing because I I feel like it's pretty clear at this point. I probably like the series uh, the most out of the three of us. Not to say that you guys are are totally spitting in its face. You know what I found the most goddamn annoying is like you <laughs> you establish the fucking uh, uh, the rebels who have now taken over the galaxy and all they have time for is to break Mando's balls about speeding <laughs> in space, but don't the fuck show up to a Rancor tearing up a town? Rancor v. Spider Robots? Yo, dude, no one called see, the Popo? You didn't see the bumper stickers on all those speeders? are like, in Tatooine, we don't dial 911. It just <laughs> pictures of lightsabers and shit. It just felt like, and I and I like that you got to see the actor behind Luke's face. I like the um, the other actor who we saw from Mando season two. I like the idea of the Repu of the New Republic being relegated to bullshit space cops. I think it's an interesting concept. Don't just pop it fucking in again as like a we got X wings. We don't don't speed, and then Mando being like, "Eat a ball!" Whoosh! That was fucking awesome. My whole point is, I I was fully expecting, um, I was expecting more X-wing action. Also, space. Just for one more bit of bitching, <laughs> that was the worst Grogu entrance he's had yet. When he just like the ship, R two just drops him off. How? Just imagine, real quick. Imagine you're having this big fucking space fight. The Rancor fights one of the spider robots. The other spider robot's about to fuck up everybody. And all of a sudden, an X-Wing comes flying in, and it's Luke's X-Wing, and it's carrying fucking Grogu. Just pew, 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 pew. Come the fuck on if you're going to play with toys. Let's fucking play with toys. That's fair. That That's I where agree. the show, like, genuinely left me, like, wanting more. Because I'm like, because even when when Mando at the end with the dark saber finally being like, I'm gonna fuck some shit up with this heavy ass nonsense, um, it just, <laughs> it did feel for whatever reason, the entire series to me, a brutal cutting someone in half moment notwithstanding, it felt like everything was toned down to eight. Everything could have used two more notches of whatever. The sad should have been sadder. The interesting, though the weird should have been fucking weirder, and the action certainly needed just like a little bit of. You didn't shush. like the, uh, you didn't like the rabbit droid hiding in the hole. The droid that is the, so the droid that game, is so prequel series to me that it made game, me like I get what they're going for. I'm sorry, the droid game was strong in this show. That that you can't take away from the there one that turned himself cameos. off. <laughs> Well, that's that's because you're like, uh, if I could just power down for like two, three hours, Justin. We never really talked about this in in real life. Are you much of a droid guy? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're my favorites, but I have no no beef with them. All right, so I thought you, you were going to say, like, I own a bunch. You would serve their kind. You're like, yeah, it's fine. I would serve their kind Boy, in my bar. Oil. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Then get a little blue drink. What, like we we were ta- we had mentioned at some point in the uh, in the conversation that um, the voice actors um, always seem to get love at one point or another, which I think is so. Uh, we'll see you, Joker. Thanks for stopping by, brother. Um, they always seem to get love at one point or another, which is pretty dope. And uh, we very recently lost um, uh, Jeremy Bullock, who. Uh, we we know as the original guy under the helmet for Boba Fett, um, he died in like 2020. I guess recent. It was yeah, recent. last year or so. I have his autograph. I met Do you him. Really? That's fucking awesome. Hang on. That's to that. very cool. I I didn't realize that they gave him FaceTime also, specifically just because like they're gonna not gonna fucking know. He was like an actor actor also. So, oh shit. Um, do you guys remember the escape from uh, Cloud City? Where, like, fucking uh, Leia's like, Luke, Luke, over here, motherfucker, and I'm finally yeah. wearing a bra. Like, the one the one Imperial uh, um, officer who's like, the fuck over here, bitch. That's Jerry Bullock, which is... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of sort of uh, in, in character. And then in the recent, uh, uh, the, the sequel uh, trilogy, he is, obviously was an older man at that point. He's piloting one of the... Uh, one of the big transports. And he's like, ah, he says some shit over his shoulder, but he got like a very, very clear shot of him, which I, I thought was was awesome. I thought was that awesome. is fucking rad. That is. I'm um, really also rad. also as well as um, the cameo from the training remote, which was just automatic oh, yeah. nostalgia cool. member berries for me. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'll ask you this, Justin. Did you think, having loved the Mandalorian, also? What did you think Rogu was going to do when he was put to the choice? Um, I mean, I had a feeling he would end up back with Mando. Okay. Uh, most of my reasons, I guess, really aren't story or character based. It's more like Disney and popularity and Pro- profits and He's everything like, else. Mm. I mean, I figure the quarterly profits are down. To, I can see him probably. Yeah. And then if he takes the chess guard, that's a. A, a, a purchasable after the fact, and they could put him on a figure they already have. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go with Mando. I like his style. I agree. I think that you know, unless they were coming out <laughs> with a Luke Skywalker series where he spent his time training, you know, those Jedi Grogu there, and even mm-hmm. if you know Adam Driver comes in, and you know that's how that series ends, like that would be awesome. But I just don't think they're gonna go that route. So I had pretty much no doubt he was gonna end up back with Mando, um, and I think that. A lot of Mando's popularity originally was due to Grogu. And I think they might be a little scared to take that step and have him uh, without. Um, I mean, the first two episodes that we saw, we only called him at the end, um, you know, were fantastic episodes. Like Mando standalone was was phenomenal. Definitely no doubt about it. I could watch Mm -hmm. those all day. Um, So I don't know. Maybe they were testing it to see the the feedback from the people. How's Mando without Baby Yoda? You need Mando, character like that, to be running at a hundred and ten percent like you need the type of episodes that we got where grogu wasn't involved mm-hmm. like to do you would need every fucking episode to be like that which yeah. is a, a a haul that's a that's a heavy I weight agree. to carry so i thought so too the second that i saw them that i saw her uh fucking uh, hollow out the the droid pod i was like yeah that is a perfect little 
Grogu size receptacle. Um, so that that's that's where my man, mind went. I'm like, he's gonna take the fucking chainmail and he's gonna be in the little pop up. It looks like he could play Space Boggle in that little yeah. thing. Like, you press down <laughs> on it, little Grogu's gonna be like, all right, all right, all right. Charlie, what did you think? I, for whatever reason, I read that scene wrong, I guess. <laughs> Um, that scene read to me for Charlie a few was like different the little reasons. girl in the taco commercials. He's like, why can't we have both? <laughs> I, I legitimately thought Luke was leading Groku to the answer they all knew was coming. I thought that was like, you have to make a choice. And it felt very much to me. And I don't know if it was CG Luke, uh, doing the work for me. It felt to me, Luke all but kicking him out. Luke just being like, hmm. what do you what do you really want? Do you want this connection? And and I think to a certain extent, the scene between Din, um the, the the earlier scene between Din where it's explained to him, like, yeah, you can go see him and it's gonna do him more harm than good. That story getting relayed to Luke would be even another reason where Luke shouldn't be so confident in this idea of no attachments. I mean, he's going to train his sister. That's a, that's an attachment. So I, I, I read that scene very much like and Luke being like, stay if you partner. want. But yeah, uh, it felt to me very much like Luke leading him to that decision as much as Luke making sure the kid did what he like wanted he, to he do. He packed up all his laundry, but Grogu only has the one shirt. So like the suitcase <laughs> is like basically yeah. nothing. Um, yeah, it I felt had to read me... someplace that like, he picked, and it could still very well be, so if it ends up being a spoiler after the fact, I apologize. It could be, well, let's play it out logically. Grogu says, fuck your your, your flashlight. I want the, the, the shirt that fucking stuff bounces off of. That sounds great. I've seen some shit in my 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way, and aside, just finish up my show where I have a line in it. I've lived nearly 50 years. My mind instantly went to, which makes me almost as old as Grogu. 50 <laughs> years old is old as fuck. Yeah, Charlie with the custom, a custom gear. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, yeah, Charlie, I, 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 I certainly do agree. There were those certain moments. Um, that did still hit me, even though for me it was, again, a B, because just Star Wars, they, they already start with a foot up. Does Star me, Wars I'm... start at a D? Yeah. I watched <laughs> like, the fucking like droids cartoon in the 80s. I ate the droids cereal, which was so gross, you would have done better to eat the box. I'm like, Mommy, I want this one. And Mom was like, that shit cost $8. Are you kidding me? And I insisted on the droid cereal. That was terrible. Um, Jennifer Beals dying. I hated that. Oh, yeah. That I sucks. hated that. Well, that's She's just a maniac. Because... <laughs> I think did, she survived. Did... She just, she had that bucket. I don't know, dude. Um, I was like, they walked in and one of her head tails was over here. One of the head tails. No, she's there. just gonna have a mod <laughs> head tail now. Can you imagine? Like she just has a. a I stumpy. mean, if, if anyone survived that, I hope it's Max Rebo. That's it's, it's a shame. <laughs> he wasn't there. That is a shame. He, he was wasn't in there. the scene. He wasn't I in the scene. It. I rewatched it. Homeboy's off right on him. Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, he lives to play again. And also, I'm thinking if the Gamorreans, Max, like, is uh. gonna be able to dip out of a bad situation quick. 
it's gonna be the elephant dude who's playing the piano with his feet. He'd be like, bye, and just <laughs> right out the door. Um, let me ask you this question, and then again, I'll, I'll wrap it up with you guys. I could talk about this stuff all night. Um, did either one of you catch the implication? And I realize that it's Disney. Uh oh. Did either one of you guys feel like, would you like your helmet cleaned? As very much a euphemism for like, want to go smash now? Or one of these? You want to go to the champagne room, big boy? Was that just my imagination? Is that, that was just your wishful thinking, you degen? It very clearly was. Do you want a bribe? Like they fill up that they say yes, and no one tries to blow Boba. They fill his helmet with money. Oh, no. You fucking, you had a they whole could, different they viewing could experience. They fill the up with something else. I'm saying, no, nope. <laughs> Justin, am I crazy? I found it suspicious, like... <laughs> but I, I'll admit, I wasn't thinking that way. I was that thinking, species is known... I was thinking, installing a tracking device or something like that. Oof. I didn't like immediately oh, jump God. to like, like sexual favors. This makes um, me very clearly Team Jabba. Not at all happy about that. Oof. John uh, John thinks there's already four trilogies. He's like the this ain't Star Wars trilogy. This ain't a new hope. This ain't Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Kevin Smith made a whole movie about the making of it, dude. You need to get rid of it. Um, did anybody catch the uh, little Rodan girl scene with Mando as like the fucking clear callback to Superman the movie with the little girls like on the train? Did you guys catch that? Oh yeah, with Mando, yeah. Right. No, I didn't pick up on it. You didn't it. catch it? So That's there a Superman is thing there. The Chris Reeves Superman movie, like the, the first one, Superman the movie, dot dot the movie, where he is <laughs> straight hauling balls, running home, and he's like, in essence, racing against the train. Uh, well, because he, he's faster than a locomotive. And how? Uh, and he fucking, like, he, able to, he jumps across the train uh, just in the nick of time. Um, but there's a little girl, and some people have inferred, like, that little girl. Lois, right? I've, I've heard it that it wasn't that it wasn't. It, it's irrelevant almost. Um, but like she sticks her head like she sticks her head in the fa into the window to watch him go by. And um, the scene with the little Rodan girl is beat for beat exactly that, which is really why I, I love what's her face that redheaded chick um, when she's not in Jurassic World. Uh, that was pretty dynamite. Also, did you guys catch the? The most fav, uh, the most famous ice cream maker in the entire galaxy, not well, once. Well, blew up your girlfriend, huh? <laughs> That's where the explosive were that blew up your girlfriend. I mean, I, I was, I was so concerned about like, please, don't let anything happen to the sex palace that I didn't even realize at first <laughs> that it was the ice cream maker that, uh, that really fucking did it. You know, it just occurred to me that you were upset about the sex palace exploding because you thought every time they asked to clean your helmet, they were trying to fucking dirty up your helmet. I'd be dropping I just, my with helmet that outside simple in mess. the sand on purpose. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so clumsy. Be like, John, you've been here three times this hour. <laughs> what else? What else? I don't know, guy. I mean, what, what else before? We'll go to sponsors before we wrap it up, but... Was there anything else specifically that, that stuck out about the show? Whether uh, it was moments, whether it was something that didn't happen, whether it was something that did happen that surprised you or uh, someplace that you think uh, the show was leading us? Because clearly uh, yeah. Disney yeah. shows have become bridge shows. They're doing it in Marvel. Like, I think that that's, that's the way, if fucking Din asks, is using the TV <laughs> shows as a bridge Wait. to something else. So... 
clearly this story is doesn't isn't necessary to lead into uh, the Obi Wan show. So I don't know. You you, you know final thoughts I guess. Uh, Justin, we'll start with you, brother. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a little disappointed. Uh, well, I'll start by saying I was excited to see the huts come into play. Mm. Um, you know, you don't really get to see much of the huts besides a little bit. They of, might like, be the smashing too. I stories. also got that some weird clean your helmet vibe from them. So I was like, ugh, <laughs> that is the grossest slug porn I've ever thought about. Oh, yeah, no, tapa, clean your I did helmet. think about it. But it was a shame for them to come. You kind of thought they were going to be like a big villain in the story or, you know, at least a big obstacle to overcome. Uh, and they come back and they're like, all right, actually, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to bounce. Here's Danny Trejo. You can keep him, too. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you even... in a future show. Uh, I was I was kind of sad to see that because Boba Fett, you know, he has he has some, some ties to the Huts. He works for them a lot. He's the Huts' top guy. They've That's been referenced before. So to see some Jabba, you know, family members come in here, you kind of thought it was going to be something. And, and Tatooine absolutely nothing. firmly in Hut space. Mm-hmm. So even, like, his game plan... I'm. I just want the sand planet. Yeah, but your your sand planet fucking spins inside of Hut Space, which is a huge. That's like taking over one restaurant on fucking of uh, uh, the the Gambino family's fucking set network. You're like, okay, yeah, you have this one restaurant, but you're on our block, so there's still gonna be some issues. I'm with you. Yeah. That that escaped yeah. me. That was a real issue for me too. That was it. Was kind of a bummer. Um, you know, even seeing more stuff with the huts would have been cool. Let's see, like a hut planet. Let's see where the huts hang out. Um, a little bit of that would have been cool, you know. But we did get Danny Trejo out of it, so uh, I'm not upset. But again, it was a little sad to just see them kind of come and go, almost in like a disrespectful fashion. You know, they showed up and they're talking about, you know, we have to get permission to kill the huts. How are we going to handle the huts? And they show up and they're like, actually, our Uber's here. We're just going to bounce. Um, and speaking of Ubers, kind of like what Charlie said, uh, typical Mando fashion, though. Grogu, the most like wanted being in the universe, constantly left in the care of strangers. Um, so Luke just Ubers him to Tatooine, like, you know, go ahead, figure that out. A- any chance Mando gets, he's like, hey, watch this kid. And he comes back two episodes later. It's insane. I mean, he leaves him with the frog people, you know, at the start of season two. Mando's constantly handing off Grogu to the strangers to watch while he does his Mando business. Um, but that's just on a side note. I wanted to throw that out there. No, that's uh, a valid point. The lack of slave. I, I one, was like... a latchkey kid, so I get it. <laughs> and we kept on changing the lock. <laughs> it's, he's the most wanted being in the universe. The Empire is hunting him down, and you know Mando's always like, "Here, take care of this for an episode." Um, so that you know, I wasn't a fan of how Slave One could have come in. You know, the entire ship is remote. I'm sorry, what ship is armor. that? Fire spray. But that whole ship is remote controlled by his armor. You know, he could have brought that in during that ending fight scene, cleared the streets in a second. Yes, anything like that. He went through that whole episode of "We got to get my ship back" just to you know park it in the garage. Uh, Okay, you needed it, but you never left the planet one time the whole whole series. Um, So you didn't really need it right now. But you know, again, whatever. Um, And just overall, you know, if you wanted to start doing right, and I actually love your idea of him going through it in the Sarlacc pit. You know, thinking of all that stuff and like I'm going to die in here and I've been such a dick. I can get behind that if that's the route he wants to take. Um, you could have started by seeking, you know, revenge on all those who wronged him or hunting I down, guess. you know, the Empire's top, you know, guys who are handing out the, the hit jobs and things like that. Um, even going after, you know, Bosk and IG and things like that. You know, there were definitely different routes they could have taken to for him to get his fill of like being a good guy. Um, besides, you know, I now want to rule the place that I almost died in. 
you know, basically he's like, okay, I'm actually just going to make sure I die here. I'm going to get <laughs> old enough and die here. Cause I almost died here. It doesn't really make sense for me for Boba Fett. A lot of things, you know, boxes were left unchecked, um, you know, visually Definitely. and for character development. And like I said, it's my, my biggest point. I'll switch it off after this. Uh, if they hadn't given everybody what we wanted for Boba Fett in Mando season two, then I would have given this show a higher score because if that's the route you wanted to take Boba Fett, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm all for it. I'm here. Yeah. I'll watch. They, but they, don't give me exactly what I want. They teased, they teased your desires yeah. and then said, no, nah, we're not going to do that, though. The trailer was great. Bought a ticket to the show. Nothing like they showed me on, on the commercial. Um, I got duped. They gave me actual Boba Fett for four episodes. And they're like, and now here's a whole show. But it's going to be wacky shit. Um, so in my opinion, great Star Wars show, great Star Wars story, bad Boba Fett show, bad Boba Fett story. Um, I love the train in episode two. I love that whole thing. That was dynamite. That was beautifully done. It looked amazing. It felt amazing. Didn't did not that give you like a um, Han Solo vibes? The, I the thought Solo we were getting movie? Han Solo at some point, and I really I thought, thought we were, at least Crimson Dawn was going to show up. I thought Crimson Dawn 100 percent was going to show up. There were so many different things where it's like almost their logo hidden somewhere, and you're like, oh, this is coming. Even if, like, when Luke shows up, I thought Luke, besides, you know, sending him in an Uber, I thought Luke was going to come and drop off Grogu. Bobo was going to be like, bruh, like, remember on that sand barge a little while back? Like, you said something to that guy. He elbowed me. I ended up down there. Like, there's kind of some beef you here. Had, you really ruined my day that day, bro. Like, maybe, yeah. yeah. And if you want to be a good guy, start by forgiving Luke. Like, I get that. But, you know, a little underwhelming and well, kind can of Can you imagine, of like, it. a slow burn Luke boba handshake after all that beef because like the jedi way is not to hold grudges and boba if you really want to show me growth put that out. i mean listen i could go on forever about it but i think you guys touched some solid points um the modders i don't really think brought much to the table Uh, i mean you didn't have to go that deep into them for especially for like a brand new concept you know in star wars terrible and to (sighs) sacrifice my gamorans for these unnecessary a very un like everybody else found their way back to again the ah! one tiny piece of cover that everyone's hiding behind from a full-scale invasion they're all behind one piece of cover everyone found their way back there except for the gamorans and it's just Dude, I want an to unnecessary see death ripping it up like a fucking i don't know like, like uh, never got the chance to get their helmets the clean wrestlemania it's a shame it's a shame awful just awful um, I will say this. There was an appearance that I was surprisingly juiced for. And uh, it wasn't Jennifer Beals. Was it, it Mace it, Windu? was not Because I was hoping episode one they're going to show Mace Windu and the whole thing is him tracking down Mace. Because in the Clone Wars, Boba, as a kid, is going hard trying oh, to yeah. get Mace Windu. So I, like a, I was a, thrilled to see How that. dare you easily kill my shit dad? He swore <laughs> up and down. Um, no, it was none other. And we got R2-D2. And we got uh, the fucking the ant droids, which were like surprisingly cooler than I would have thought. I'm like, oh shit. Agreed. Agreed. Them building the Jedi Temple. I'm like, that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. They, they, they showed like a, a, a cool side to something that I was very much not a fan of. But I'm like, oh, this is... This is kind of neat. Um, no, fucking R5-D4. Red, him or herself, the red and white striped uh, astromech droid. Now, I don't know how deep you guys go into the lore. I know Charlie 
when Charlie finds something he likes, he gets into it on the fucking yeah. on the quark level. He's like, "Did you know? Fuck, man! Like you just you just learned about this today. No, I didn't know it, but uh, I will I will do Charlie that service." Uh, so R five, as we all know, was originally the one picked um, to come off of the off the Jawas Sandcrawler to go back to Skywalker Moisture Farm. And um, conveniently, R5 had like a little malfunction. And Luke's like, man, he's sometimes my bad motivator. Yeah, fucking Luke, you whiny bitch. So then he's like, ah, no, you try, you fucking with me, Jawa, you furry bastard. Um, that fact, again, don't need. Furry Jawas are just... Can you imagine what they must smell like under the Changes rope? the whole game for Jawas. Ugh, bleh. So anyway, R5... Yeah, unless um, they want to clean John's helmet. That's fucking that's, open that's season. Fine. That's fine. That's fine, because I don't have to smell them. They just got to smell my helmet. So, <laughs> so uh, conveniently, R5 fucking blows a motivator as he's rolling up. In the after of it all, because, sorry, George, some of the best stuff has come after the fact, making sense out of your uh, hubbubs. Um... In that like astromech droid beep bop speak, R2 is like, Yo, Red, I have to fucking go with the gold guy. I have a very important message I need to get across. You gotta let me go. Like, do what you gotta do, blow a motivator, do something, so I go out. I'll take care of you on the backside, so to speak. Fucking R5 droid is a goddamn hero. We always hear about C-3PO. The we unsung always hero. hear about R2. R5 did the most noble thing any character can do in any epic saga like this type. It's fucking... He jumped on the grenade. <laughs> he did some Captain he America he shit. He said, you know what, R2? Do what you gotta do, bro. You got that message. You got that no bra wearing bitch. Titties flopping around in space. Go get him and he fucking blows his motivator and um the fact that he ends up obviously he was very active in the republic era uh the fact that he ends up in the service of uh what was the name peli peli motto um he's the one that projects the map uh, of tatooine to in order to help din like i love the 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 focus that now that red is giving because Better late than ever, man. This little rolling trash can fucking did what he had to do. The fact that he's getting some glory now, I loved that aspect in particular. Agreed, agreed. Uh, he's in Mando too, actually, if you didn't catch him. I fucking absolutely did. Yeah. That, that he's a, he's a trash can with yeah. a lampshade head. And uh, <laughs> he's just a do-what-you-gotta-do cat. Uh, I love it. I fucking. I love just it love that blowing a motivator is like the robot equivalent of shitting your pants. I didn't yeah. realize they could do that. To... <laughs> yeah. That's like, ah! it's like Breaking Bad. You're like, just get naked, walk out into the fucking desert. Nobody's gonna ask any questions. They're just gonna go about their business. Charlie, final thoughts, man. Uh, my final thoughts is it, it. I think it collapsed under the weight of its own possibilities. Um, I, I certainly. Yeah, I certainly think the more. The more you love Boba Fett, probably the worse the series got. 
You're probably um, right. I bet that that that. I, I, think that I is mean, again, it's it's for me. I, you guys haven't said anything I've disagreed with. It just weighed it less very to me. Very smart and handsome. Um, I will say this: I am I am excited to see what happens next because if nothing else, Filoni and company uh, have proven to me time and time again: if you didn't love what they did at the first bat, they're gonna come back in that next uh, that next plate appearance. And they're gonna fucking rock it out of the park for you. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they learn from this. Um, this is the first thing that they've done that hasn't been universally loved. And I think some this might be an uh, you know an iron sharpens iron situation where even even Robert Rodriguez who who John thought let us down a bit I think even if he comes back I think he's gonna come back fucking full Rodriguez and I will say that don't put any sand around him ultimately this show (laughs) I I think it did lack a little bit of the the fucking massive Nards. That have accompanied a lot of uh, of the rest that they've done. You know, Mandalorian season one and two is a show with giant balls, um, and and I, I I I even I could have used a little bit more fucking. Just go for it. If you're gonna have the fucking dumb mods, make sure I love them at the end. Um, and and they didn't. You don't so have it's them like ties. Learn from the or even things that look vaguely like ties. Yes. With that being said, John, do you want to pay some bills? Yeah, and you know, like, look, when you're talking about Favreau, when you're talking about Filoni, Lord knows when you're talking about Disney and Lucas, you got to pay the bills. And there's only one way that we're able to do that. Um, First of all, you got to know where we are dropping. Uh, It's with Sergeant Finesse. Find him right here gaming on both Twitch and Facebook. Multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, <gasps> contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. If you need to pick me up, follow the white rabbit like Neo do over to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. Look for some fresh new gear. Ooh, looking to make that castle run, are you? Go over to uh, geeksunleashed.com. Use code Sarge at checkout there. When the Sarge is on deck, you salute. GG, son. And when you're busy not uh, telling all your friends about U.S. Comics Cast, you're leaving comments, you're hitting like, you're sharing it. If you watch it on YouTube, you're going to watch it on Facebook. If you watch it on Facebook, you're going to watch it on Twitch. If you watch it on Twitch, you're going to download it next Wednesday in its audio form, and you're going to make sure that we get tons and tons of the monies so that we, too, can be involved with the Star Wars universe. But... You're going to need some sweet, sweet tunage to go along with it. And one of my absolute favorite bands, you heard them at the beginning of the show. You're going to hear them in just a minute or so. But that, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them across all social media at Bad Mary Band. You can support them financially via Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. And my favorite thing about them is if you need to listen to a ton of Bad Mary, and you know you do, you can hear them on every single music streaming service, their entire discussion including their singles, all available right now across all those beautiful platforms. Justin, you're a delight. John, you're one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, Sometimes they call me a hybrid panda. But, John, what do you say? We go ahead and hop in your Millennium Falcon and take this boy all the way home. What do you say? Look, there's only one thing you got to do. First and foremost, Justin's long, luscious locks are making me very much miss my uh, long hair. Um, But once you have that instant regret and you realize you cut your shit too quick, 
then you gotta turn the power on you gotta turn the volume whoop and you gotta ooh, tune bad mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky save miss bass girl we out You die. I, I, I.